Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Well, go ahead, Wade. I know it's, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Everything's this storm's got everything discombobulated. I'm not, you know what? I'm, I'm going to lie to you or that. I had Antiques Roadshow on the background muted, and I got involved in looking at what they were showing, and I realized the music had stopped. Never, never mind the live radio broadcast in yeah. the background. Well, yeah. here we are. Yeah, sorry, y'all okay, usurped by Antiques Roadshow. Uh, well, what was it that you were so enamored with? That's what I wanted. You know, it, it was some uh, Oriental stuff. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to Georgia Radio's <laughs> Tuesday night Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio show. And I'm being eaten by a small dog here, by the way. He is tearing at my clothes here. And so bear with me. We've had bad weather, Conway and Antiques Roadshow, but we're, we're going to, we're like the mail delivery. We're going to get it done anyway. We're, Rains, little dogs, sleet storms, or radio television shows. But yeah, we've had a, a lot of uh, bad weather around today. I hope everybody survived. I know a lot of damage. There was a tornado in my town of Swainsboro and other places. So we we pray that everybody's fine. And we we thank y'all for tuning in tonight with everything that's going on. A bad uh, Estes and uh, Matt, being a Texas Yankee, he doesn't uh-huh. bless his heart know how to say names and things. So bad. Are you you're with us? Yes, sir. I sure am. And your last name is Estes, right? That is correct. That's yeah. the Georgia See, it's pronunciation. Estes. It's okay. not Estes. It's like <laughs> Estes Keith Alver, the, the Yankee that ran for president in the 50s. Uh-huh. See, that's a different critter there. Well, uh, and, and Matt probably knows the guy down in Texas that tried to steal all the silver at one time. He tried to corner the market. They said he was Estes, too, but he didn't know how to spell his name either or how to say his name either. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was Bunker Hunt. Well, well, the Estes got involved in it too, in the in the, oh, in the okay. silver market. Okay, yeah, I wish I had. Me yeah. too. I'm always day late and a dollar short. I'd give my money away if I had that kind of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Goodness gracious! Well, I'm glad to well, have listen, that on. This is going to be fun tonight talking about and you know, we're we're, we're uh, technology technologically challenged tonight. I'm we're usually on Skype. I usually have my real radio. Uh, uh, Georgia radio furnished uh, headset and, and, and equipment. None of that's working because my computer won't start. So I'm on my headset with my uh, my real truck driver outfit here, my, my Bluetooth, Blue Parrot Bluetooth headset. And so I hope you can hear us all well, and I hope you enjoy that. Thad is an old friend. Thad, like so many people, that, that uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life has blessed me with. It's been such a blessing because... I know so many people that I would not have would have been a part of my life had it not been for Georgia Folk and Farm Life. And Thad's one of those that he's bigger than life and and uh, full of life, and he's involved in a lot of things. He's done a lot in his life, and uh, right proud to call him friend. And Thad, you're from Washington County originally, right? Well, I'm actually from Baldwin County, Milledgeville. My mama was a Washington County native. Okay. And you're in uh, uh, Bibb County now, or? Well, I'm, uh, we're in the progression of moving to Twix County. We got a farm out in Twix County, so we're trying to we're trying I'm to just evolve. Get you one in our county life. off everywhere we go, ain't it? Everywhere, yeah. There you go. 
Well, um, you, you're, I think, in electrical contracting business and other but you got into the uh, business of stumps smokers. How did you get in? That's a Now, I have a stump smoker. I love it. And people know that I cook on it. I cooked uh, su- Sunday morning. I, y'all, bear with me now because this little dog is just devouring me alive. You know, he's, he's, he's on something. <laughs> I'm having to deal with this being eaten alive by a little dog. But anyway, um, Sunday morning... Uh, as I do a lot of uh, weekends, I smoke some stuff. I smoked four racks of ribs and 15 pounds of chicken wings for church dinner, and they were so good. And that that's the smallest. That's the I have the Stumps Smoker Baby, and then there's a Baby XL. And right on up, y'all make almost like big rig uh, for celebrities, right? That's right. And it's, you and can the think stump, of it, we can make it. That's right. The stump smoker is unique. It's a self-feeding. Uh, it, it, it's, it's charcoal, burns charcoal, which is so easy. and so easy to get. You can get charcoal at a Dollar General or at the grocery at the gas station, you know, or the grocery store, the Piggly Wiggly. So I love it. It feeds itself. You fill up the chute the, the, and, and, the, and, and it feeds itself. I've got an electronic brain on it that's a lot smarter than I am. It regulates the temperature and uh, and it it cooks predictably and it's fun. It's enjoyable to to have and I've I've loved mine. And so, I want you to tell me how did you get into uh, the business? Well, many years ago, I seen this fad coming that was barbecue and said, "Hey, I want to get involved in the." competition side of it of course i've been in barbecue my whole life my granddaddy was pretty well known around the washington county areas being a real good barbecue cook so it's kind of in my blood um i moved to macon and got started in the competition world and met uh walter stump mcdowell and he and i became real good friends and uh just evolved that he needed to get out of the business because of health reasons and I was with him kind of from the start and he asked me to come in and take it over as a businessman and then his health started failing him and he decided to go home one day and uh, next thing I knew I owned a barbecue company I didn't even know that I owned. So it just uh <laughs> it's it's just the evolution of friendship and moving forward into trying to make something that was a little old Georgia corporation turn into something a whole lot bigger. And, and now it's got where it's a national corporation and believe it or not, we're selling stuff all over the world. So that's, that's the part I didn't ever dream of, but here we are. Well, uh, the guy stumped it was neighbor. He, he really came up with the idea, but you brought in uh, an aspect a businessman's aspect that, that took it uh, beyond what it was and so in, in the process, you've made a lot, you, you, you make rigs for, you make the small one for the homeowner, you make the, the, the ones for the barbecue competition people, and you make uh, rigs for celebrities too. You, uh, who, who have you made if you, that you can say and talk about that uh, you have made uh, stump smokers has made, uh, provided uh, the, their, their smokers? Well, you know, most celebrities want to keep their life kind of quiet, but some of the ones I can talk about because you because you see them on TV is the Duck Dynasty crowd, all the Robertsons from Mister Phil to Jace to uh, all of them have stump smokers. You see them if you watch ten episodes, you'll see a stump smoker. And you've been blessed to meet the the Robertsons, right? I have. I I am blessed to call them family. Uh, We laugh because they call sometimes and want to talk about duck hunting or whatever. Am I coming out duck hunting? But they say, before I talk to you, 
I want to talk to my little Georgia peach, and that would be my daughter Kaylee. So she hey, gets the yeah. first run at them, and and then I get to, I get to finish it up. Well, it's it's I know it's been a, a re, it's a rewarding business. I know it's a it's a got has to be uh, a lot of work, a lot of stress, but it has to be uh, something that that pays dividends in uh, in the uh, experience of being in that business, a unique business like that, and. Uh, you you have a lot of people using stunt smokers in competition cooking, which is a big thing. It's, a lot of people don't realize how big competition. There's somewhere every week there's competitions, barbecue and cooking competitions, meat cooking competitions going on all, not just somewhere, but almost everywhere. That is true. A lot of weeks there's four or five, six or seven competitions going on. You know, there's the KCBS, Georgia Barbecue. I mean, there's too many to name, but there's – uh, a tremendous number. There's, I put the number at probably 15 to 20 organizations out there in America. And, you know, I guess one of our proudest moments you talk about that, if you, everybody knows on the uh, American uh, History Channel or Hero Channel, uh, Myron Mixon has a show on there called Barbecue Pitmasters. We've been honored to, in the seven seasons of it, we've won it for the seven years. Wow. So, you know, it's it's a blessing to uh, to be where I'm at today, and I, I I have put in a lot of hard work. Uh, there was a lot of hard work put in before I came along. I did do what you said. I took the business side of it, but let's don't take anything away from somebody. You, you know, you had to have a great idea to start with. That's that's always where you start, and it's um, it's been a pleasure to meet and to for me to be able to. Meet people. That's the biggest thing. The the money means nothing if you don't have friends. And That's if right. you got friends, I meet and greet and talk to a new friend every day. And how much better can you be with that when you sell somebody That's, a smoker and yeah, get off the phone to your friend? And not only as customers, you're like Danny. I, I've met Danny who works with you. Um, great guy. And and uh, I, I know a friend, right? Uh, well, Danny runs the show. I run the business. He runs the show. And I tell you this. Uh, we've been together for 10 or 11 years now, and it's just like having a little brother I never had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have our moments, but we also have our good moments. And, and I tell you, couldn't be any prouder of anybody and couldn't be more uh, in tune with anybody. Sometimes we look at each other and go like, okay, that's a little strange because we, <laughs> we have so much harmony that at times we think like right. each other, and that's that's a good thing. Well, I know a lot of people don't know this, and the core group of, of uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life may remember the first gathering, that, that Georgia Folk and Farm Life gathering, we had, uh, what was that, five, six years ago? Uh, yes, sir, I believe ago. it was five years ago. This five October. years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. We had it at what we call God's House, which is New Begins in Christ, NBIC in Garfield, our ministry there, our men's Christian alcohol and drug recovery uh, home. That's our event menu, uh, venue uh, out at God's house. It's a beautiful place out on the pond out there. And you, for that Georgia Folk and Farm Life first gathering, it was very, it was a small event. Um, we didn't have that many members then, but but um, uh, it was our first year. We've been uh, in, in a year, I think. And you uh, graciously provided uh, you got the hog from Mr. McAfee up at Wrightsville and you you smoked it. You and Danny came down and spent the night. You did a low country boil for the guys in our program there. And, and, uh, then the next day did uh, that night, you, you smoked the hog and, and we had a great meal and a great gathering. That was the inaugural event 
uh, that made Georgia Folk and Farm Life kind of what it is today in a lot of people's minds, and you were a part of that, and and that was a blessing. Thank you for that, Thad. Well, we thank you for letting us come. You know, there, a lot of things happened that night. We all got to sit around 10, 11 o'clock and, and talk about things and talk about religion and right. talk about what our all of our mindset was. And, you know, it, I, I miss those times. I miss having a, a dedicated group of gentlemen that want to spill their heart in another group of gentlemen. And, 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 and it's just, it's just so refreshing to be able to do that. And I told Danny after we, I had to come home early. I didn't get to stay the whole event on Saturday because I had a wedding to come home to, but I tell you, um, I just, I have missed doing it. The second one we were going to do, I had something to go along and it. And then this third one, I think we had a road, problem with something but right you know, the one we were going to do I, i'm ready to do it again if you say let's sounds do it yeah, i'm ready that sounds good to me we'll do that wait i hate to jump in here because we we got a, we're up against a commercial break but i wanted to congratulate okay. thad on something we set a new record tonight uh we held the folks in london england in london for eight wow. minutes tonight before they we, tuned out <laughs> Dad, you don't know what an honor that is. That's son. a world record. <laughs> <laughs> if they're if they'll be back, not to worry. Before in about thirty yeah. minutes. Hey, we got We got to take a quick break. Then I've got some questions for Thad too. Okay. Uh, when we get back here in just a, in just a few seconds here, y'all stay with us on the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Show. All the best country. Georgia Radio, everywhere you go. told you it'd be fast, Wade. That was fast. Well, that was fast, like, wasn't it? No, it was fast. Was, was yeah. Bad. Was that uh, Goodies of BC? Uh, 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 Richard Petty used to advertise? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was a Goodies man. He yeah, Goodies. They fast. They fast. They fast. fast. Well, that was fast. fast. No, 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 no. Fast. Say it again. Fast. Yeah. Well... <laughs> You gotta anyway. put an E in there, just like, just like in Georgia. You gotta put that E in. There. I, you have to edit this out. But uh, I had a friend that moved here, and he and I tried to teach him the two ways of saying. Well, I read, I guess we never not get into that. Yeah, you're not gonna get, get it. Right. It, you it did rhyme with fast. Yeah. But, uh huh. Yeah, All right. Half fast. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> See, Wade Wade likes me to edit shows, and I, there's just no editing. Susan Exler is going to hear this, and she's not going to be happy yes, with you. She is not going to be happy with you. Nope. Hey, so uh, I had yeah, a question for Thad. Yeah. About this, about this stump smoker. Now, I I get out there and and I like to, I like to fire up the grill every once in a while. Uh, but but the I guess the nice thing about what you have uh, there with stump smokers is what Wade was talking about, and I and I wanted to learn a little bit more about this. You can just. You fill this thing up, and then it just it, it does everything for you. If is that what I'm hearing? There's really yes, sir, not a lot you got to do. Yeah, we have a coin, a phrase coin that says you set it and forget it. If you'll spend 15 minutes with that thing, getting it lit and getting it um, getting it balanced out, you can walk away from it, and let it cook 10 hours. I mean, they they do what they do, and they do it meticulously. Um, without trying to sell smokers on the show tonight, and I certainly don't want to do that. This is about Georgia folk and farm life, not stump smokers. But well, maybe you we, can sell a smoker tonight yeah. on the show. Yep. Yeah, that'd be fine well, with us. <laughs> that would be okay. I mean, maybe we could get I'm enough just money to, 
I'm just curious Maybe how this thing works. Enough money to have us another gathering. And that'd be fun, that'd be but good. but the idea behind it is that is that this thing is easy for someone like myself to use, who's not a I am not a pit master, and nor would I ever claim to be. But you know, growing up in Texas, we're pretty particular about our brisket, and I'm guessing this thing would would just make an outstanding brisket. Well, yes, it would, and and having many many customers and many many friends in 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 Texas, there's two types of briskets that we say. There's a Texas brisket, and then there's the one everybody else cooks. The one in Texas has the best flavor that you ever want to eat, but to stand up and open the grill door and look, you say that thing's burned. Yeah. Not really realizing that it ain't burned. The seasoning that y'all put on it turns it a dark dark brown blackish color. And unless you just say, I want to try this and get to the moment, you never know that because post oak does darken meat a whole lot more than hickories and the oaks we have around here, like red oak, white oak. But I can tell you, some of the best food you ever eat in your life. I've got some really good friends in Texas, and they do a really good job, and we've just tried to emulate what they might like. It's a dadgum national treasure that we've lost Richard Martin uh, in the state of Georgia at Martin's Barbecue. I know I know they've, they've got the food truck now, but I – I'll tell you, I was sad when when they shut down that restaurant. I I nearly broke down when they when I didn't know that they had moved. And when we moved back, and I drove over there, they were it was you know something else. Where at was the, that? It, 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 here in in Warner Robins, we had two of them, uh, and uh, and you know that guy, boy, he knew how to cook a Texas brisket, and it just tasted I was at like Richard's house. I was at Richard's house two weeks ago Friday, and Richard still just for fun because he says. I can't break the habit. Steel cuts wood, and he don't even have a barbecue restaurant. So he's now selling it at a lowered price so he can just enjoy life. Now, I said, now, that's a man that likes hard work, a man that will split wood, cut wood, stack wood, and deliver wood. He's somebody we should have on the show because, you know, I I interviewed Richard when I was still with Fox uh, about, I don't know, a couple of, maybe he'd been open a month. And they said, you got to go talk to this guy. This guy just left the car business, drove around Texas for months, found out how to cook it, and and moved back. And it's a great, great American story. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just I was upset to see him go. But that guy could cook anything. I don't know if he uses a stump smoker or not. But that, he has that was, several of them. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> you got me sold now, Thad. That's Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I just – I've never been able to figure that out uh, on – on smoking meats. I mean, that is a, that is an art form and this thing does it for you. Matt, uh, once again, I cook for family and friends and I, uh, for our church too. And, uh, Brian, anybody knows me knows Brian Sparks are like a son of me, a great friend of mine. And, and we go to their church at, at Statesboro West side. And, they, the, the, we, we have church dinners occasionally. It's got to where now just the ladies and I'll bring the sides and I cook the meat pretty much um, because they love the ribs and they love the chicken wings. Those are the two things I've done. I've done turkeys and Boston butts and taken, but the, they love the ribs and they love the chicken wings. And uh, so this uh, past Sunday I cooked, I told that four pound, four racks of ribs and and uh, fifteen pounds of chicken wings that were cut up. In the and the model pound. you've got is the miraculous model because it it, it cures 
it apparently cures norovirus too, or whatever they get. Any type of stomach flu or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it I, kills I, I, I got sick, but no, you know, it, it was still uh, the dinner went on without me, and uh, and nobody <laughs> else sick. got sick. That nobody that's got the sick. Best it part. was just me. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's a mirac- It was one of those miraculous things. I think only the Catholics could explain it, that's and they right. have to have a conclave to do that. We, we could tell you how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then the Pope would have to kill you. So. But I listen. I'm so glad that I, I'm so glad that every and they said it was the best ever. That's the funniest yeah, part they, of this uh, whole story. Uh, Brian Sparks. What I was going to say is Brian. He's not one to brag on anything you cook or anything. You say, "How was it, Brian?" I ate it, didn't I? And that's kind of just you know that's the exuberant as he gets. And uh, so, being that I was sick and didn't get to go, I did send the food, but I didn't get to go. I'm like Moses. I didn't get to go into the promised land. And uh, so, uh, his son, Kenneth, and came before church and got the food and, and took it to the dinner, and they had a great day. Everybody's enjoyed it. They, they, they've still eaten it yesterday. And uh, left over at Brian's mama's house. They all went over there to eat. But anyway, uh, Brian, I don't know, just because I was sick and he felt sorry for me, he was almost jubilant about how good it was. It was the best ever, best ribs and the best wings. So, And the barbecue sauce I made was the best ever. So, yeah, I have to get sick next time to get some well-earned praise, you know. Well, listen, I always was raised, my grandma always said it, a compliment was, a compliment was the table was clean. Yeah, so well, that's kind of how you do it, and, and I and I tell people all the time about the dinner on the grounds we had down at the uh, at the what did y'all call that like that the place down there? Wade, you had a specific name God's for house. it. God's house. Yeah, God's house. When we had the cookout down there, all the people that were involved, I was getting ready to leave as I thought this hog was just fixing to be gotten off the racks and eaten and so i stayed around about 15 minutes and a hog that was close to 300 pounds that should have cooked out at like 170 to 80 pounds in about 40 minutes was gone gone <laughs> gone them boys were running around and wanting to know could they have their fourth helping wow well, there yeah, you they go. were gnawing bones around there. They were gnawing bones, buddy. They, they were. Yes. Well, we have Man, our. Uh, we're going to have a gathering again. Uh, not we're going to do Georgia that, yes. Radio, and we we'll have to have maybe a a stump smoker out there on display because that would be fun. Oh yeah, have it. Have we it would. We would love to be in, involved. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah, it really would be. And it'd just be good to to learn how to do some of this because it is. It's grilling season. We're right in the middle of it, and oh, yeah. it's, it's smoking yeah. season. So. Mm-hmm. That's well, perfect. what I like, you know, listen, I'm going to tell you, Thad can probably emphasize with this. He's cooked all the time. I've cooked hogs and all, all my life and chicken. And I used to cook, and I, when I was young, even when I was in high school, the school got me to cook uh, hogs for events. I stayed, go, you know, and, and the thing about it is people are always going to stay up and help you. And I'm talking about burning down piles of oak firewood in the cold all night long and shoveling them under hogs and turning them, whole hogs, and do it. And everybody gets drunk and falls asleep. And you wind up being the only one there and doing it yourself. And, um, and yes, that happened at school functions too. <laughs> but the last time I cooked, I cooked one time, I got invited to cook six hogs out in the country at a keg party. And I cooked, started on Friday night. And we never took those hogs up. I cooked them, and every redneck there had a knife. And they, you talking about a pig picking? I never took took up a, a a piece of meat. As soon as it got done around the edges, somebody was whittling it off and and uh, and eating it. There was no plates, forks, knives, spoons, or anything. 
Everybody just standing around going, ow, ooh, ow, and blowing on it and eating meat, right? That sounds like old George Hooks' barbecue. There was nothing left but bones of them hogs when I got through. The skin, the hide, everything was gone. And that, but, but I, I, you know, when it was over with, you're permeated with grease, smoke, your clothes are filled with, your head, you, you got to go sleep for two days to get over it. And with it, since I got a stump smoker, God bless him, good old Dave, I wouldn't go back to that for anything. I put meat in my smoker and, and cook it, and I know I don't even have to get dirty. You just go to bed and enjoy life. That's what it's all about. I tell people that I have, I have spent many a good night shoveling coals under a hog. And, oh, yeah. And I yeah. miss it every, about every third Easter, we do it again. And I say then, I say, you know what? I loved it last night, but I'll never do it again. Never do it again. That's it. Well, uh, I, I tell you what, it's uh, just if, if people don't go online, go on the Stump Smokers uh, website there, and check it on, uh, it can be on online or on Facebook, right? And go either one. Yeah, yes, sir. You've got a home. Yeah, and and check it out and see what we're talking about. I put mine on the on there sometimes, but my little baby, what's called the baby, is is great. But they've got so much, so many products that uh, from trailer mounted to big rigs and and uh, go in there and see what they've got, and you might want one. What What do you recommend for folks that that are that are getting into this? That is that you is know, there a, a, a way that they can ease into it, or is it best just to jump into it? No, it's always best to do anything you do, jump in it with both feet, and then you're yep. you're happiest because you're not wishing you had done any more or any less. You know, I always ask people every day. I say I don't ever try to oversell a customer, and you you tell me what you want. I let them tell me what they think they're going to cook, the quantities they're going to cook, and then I sell them what should be adequate for that now i do have some customers that start off on a baby and i wind up selling them my xl stretch which is about six times the size of a baby but i but i never push a man away from what he's wanting because that's bad business on my part let him buy what he wants if he's got the money to afford it then let him afford what he wants well but, i'll tell you this now i'll just tell you right i don't I, a stunt smoker's not cheap but it's not a cheap – I, I was showing a friend of mine the other day. That thing is built like a Mack truck. I like to just shut the door and listen to it. It sounds like closing the door on a 54 <laughs> Hudson. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it, they're, 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 they're so they're, – they're, the, the paint, they're glossy black. They're just – they're so stout built. You'll never have a problem with any anything on it it's it's seriously it's built like a mac truck it's built better than a mac truck i've never bought any, or seen any product in modern times that was as well built and put together and designed as a stump smoker it's just amazing when you see it, you said lord have mercy just open that door and close it and just do it again and, and you it's, it's just a pleasure operating you know, we appreciate that. And our our motto, they say every business needs to have three key elements to make the business. And one ours is uh, customer service. We give unparalleled customer service. The next one is the integrity of the company and the people that work there. And the third one is the craftsmanship. I might kind of spin those things around and put craftsmanship first because I tell you, I've got some boys there that I am absolutely the proudest. I'm almost as good as a proud new papa with the guys I got there. And if you ever want to see a good welder, come to the shop and let me put Danny in front of you because he'll make me so mad. Sometimes he'll stand in and have a 10-minute conversation with me and about twice he'll look over there what he's welding. And the other time it looks like he's rolled out a roll of nickels. And I go like, I, I just can't get it. 
Now these things well, are built. They, they're built right here in Georgia. Is what it is. What it sounds like. Centerville, isn't that built great? Built in Centerville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you helping. Enough, you can go over there and visit them sometime. Well, I, I well, am. You know, yeah, that's uh, great. Bad as an I'm an old machinist and a uh, uh, graduate machinist, and I and I uh, CNC laser operator. I'm a certified industrial laser operator. People don't know this. So I know I, I've made I've manufactured helped manufacture many many things and fabricate things. And that's why I, I admire stumps because, you know, like I say, it's, uh, there's nothing shoddy, shabby, or shady about – there you go. There's your slogan, nothing shoddy, shady, or shoddy about a, whatever I said. There you go. We'll have to borrow that. <laughs> I'll have to rewind it. About we'll a stump fix that. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, just I, I didn't realize that, uh, that you were doing LASIK surgery down there in Garfield. Yeah, Wait. I said laser, laser. Laser, laser, certified laser. Don't give him no ideas. You'll have a LASIKs operation going there. I checked it out with both eyes. Yeah, yeah. Those those folks are going to come after you if they think you're horning in on their market again. They know. they know where you live. You know, I mean, they know where I stay at. They know where I stay at. They they they've left their business card on your porch. That's right. Already, they. They'll be yeah. coming back and for you. Gypsy laser, LASIK surgery people will get me. <laughs> Come out and get you. All right. The traveling LASIK people, yeah. That's right. That's right. But but just back to where we're at a minute ago, you know, everybody's idea of barbecue is not my idea, and everybody's idea of barbecue is not your idea. Everybody's got their own idea of it. You know, that's what makes it great because I have people call and say, I want to do X. And I say, okay, and we take an idea and work it into a product that they want, and out the door it goes. And then, you know, I, I'm I'm the most humbled man in all of the state of Georgia on about 50% of the phone calls I get from customers once they have their unit. And, and I tell people, you know, you can't buy that kind of advertising. We don't advertise in magazines. We don't advertise in books. We don't advertise on 13 WMAZ. I said simply because word of mouth has carried us from – a little bitty company over in Centerville, Georgia, to selling stuff in Australia, France, Switzerland, Sweden, Canada, you, you name it. We've got smokers there. And it's just humbling that we've done it by sticking to American pride and the guns that have made America. You know, everything that made America great in, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s is what we do. You can see it alive and working at Stump Smokers every day of the week. A stunt smoker will never come to you on a container ship from China, will it? No, sir. Not as long as I own the company. And the last time I checked, <laughs> uh, when I leave here, my daughter will inherit my 100%. But right now, today, I'm going to get that. She'll see to it, too, won't she? There you <laughs> go. I was cracking up when you said that you uh, found yourself owning a barbecue company you didn't even know you owned. That sounds like Harvey Williams. With a with a group that he had no idea <laughs> yeah, he was taking over. But, uh, yeah, somebody yeah. just threw it in his lap. That's right. Yeah, I mean, That's right. That? Well, some scoundrel. I, I can think of worse things. Thad, thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity, and I mean this, y'all. Let's let's get together and have a, a pig pulling, and and we'll do. We don't have to talk on the radio. We can we can sit around and tell good stories and drink Coca Colas and have a whole night of it. Sounds good to me. I like it. We're going to have a good time. Thad, thanks for coming on tonight. Wade, you got anything you want to wrap up? 
That's it. I just it was a, tonight was a blast. In spite of the technological uh, problems, <laughs> it, it went off just fine. Uh, may do it this way next time. As a matter of fact, this was sweet and easy. It was and sweet thank, and easy. Thank you, Thad. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for everybody for listening. Um, uh, if you listen later on the podcast, thank you for that. Just thank you for being a part of Georgia Folk and Farm Life on Facebook. Thank you for being a part of Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio on Georgia Radio. And thank you, Matt, for making it possible. God Absolutely. bless y'all. God bless everybody. Thanks, Dad. Good night, Wade. Have a good night, y'all. <laughs> been listening to the georgia folk and farm life show right here on georgiaradio.com thanks for being here we'll talk to you again next tuesday night at 7 30 tomorrow morning bright and early i'm back with neighbor to neighbor at 10 o'clock gary long joins me tomorrow morning talking about mark ware's upcoming concert cd well not cd i should say but single release these ways of mine it's going to be happening in mcdonough georgia this friday night at seven o'clock they're at Southern Roots Tavern and Eatery. The video debut and then a concert, a full-up concert for Mark Ware. Tickets are still available, although the tables have already sold out. I'll be there, and I look forward to seeing you this Friday night and tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on Neighbor to Neighbor. Thanks for being here. Georgia Radio, everywhere you go.